0: Las Vegas Golf Courses, The Ratings Horses, and Local Card Shop Sources. Tonight on Get Carded, Episode 7. So let's just take a moment and talk about what an experience in las vegas should be like for anyone in their late 20s let me rephrase any male in their late 20s 30s 40s and probably early 50s here's here's what it looks like we'll start with an exercise so close your eyes for just a moment and envision yourself 15 stories stories in a building 15 floors up in the desert teeing off into the most luscious green fairway that you've ever seen in fact there's not a lot of shots that you can hit that are horrible because it's just so wide open you have a you have an entire hemisphere to 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 hit and it's all green There might be a creek running through so you may you may get into some trouble but surrounding this green pasture is a light brown rocky mountainous environment and then on the horizon which looks to be actually below you is just a few clouds on a calm day that's in the high seventies and you tee off and it's, and it's what you expect. It's, it's a drive and it's centered and it may fade. It may draw a little bit and you just feel good about it. And, And you think about how wonderful it is to be away for just a moment in Las Vegas. And as you turn around, this overwhelming sense of nauseousness hits you and you violently puke on the way back to your cart and everyone asks if you're okay and you assure them you are and they start handing you waters and they they, they notice that the color of your skin isn't the color that it generally is but it's very pale and they just want to make sure that you're gonna live through the next five or six hours of direct sunlight with your pale skin. That's been through a winter, uh, that speaks to the night you had before you got up somehow, no one knows how, in fact, of the foursome, one of them we had to carry back to a, to, to not even his hotel room. So that's the beginning. That's how Las Vegas should be. You should have a good time and you should pay the price the next day on the T box. That's Las Vegas. So I was just there last weekend. Uh, Connor was, was with me. We were celebrating his 21st. He's actually still there, probably in jail or married. I've, (laughs) I've heard some rumors of those things happening. In fact, I am with, uh, uh a, a couple of our cohorts, Joe and Brad, of course, running the running this thing to make sure that it sounds as good as it does. Today we're gonna just visit on a number of topics, but Las Vegas is is an experience. So, so.
1: I gotta interrupt you first off. I've heard a couple of things. One is you talked about hitting a shot down the center of the fairway on your first T-shot. So I'm gonna call BS on that. Um, I've golfed with you plenty of times, so I'm guessing that that you fired that off into the desert somewhere, and you were already on the you know <laughs> ball number two by the time you're hitting your third shot. Um, and then yeah, like you know, what Marquee Nightclub maybe on the top of the Cosmo, or you know, where uh, where did the the pre golf festivities take place?
0: So the Chandelier Bar in the Cosmo is just a a go-to for me. I love it. I just I love the atmosphere. There's a ton of restaurants in there. There's a, there's just a great vibe at the at the Cosmo. I haven't stayed there, so I usually stay at Aria, Mirage, or the Bellagio. So I stay centralized. I stay on what would be considered the west side of the Strip. But I would stay at Cosmo. I would stay at Caesars, which are all in that in that line of uh, of of casinos. So the the Chandelier Bar is just uh, is just kind of the go to though.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm with you on the uh, west side there. Forty-seven trips never stayed on the other side of the of the street.
0: Forty-seven.
2: Forty-seven. Wow. But uh, you know, I thought at first you were talking about like a dessert when you were <laughs> doing your very descriptive words for the uh, for the golf course. But uh, I'm like, you know, it's, you're saying Vegas, and then you start talking about luscious things and smooth and all these. Uh, All these descriptive words and then i'm like where's the vegas part coming into it and then there it was
0: so i'm i'm catching the drift here a little bit here's something else i noticed about las vegas so if you've been to las vegas and you've ever been walking down the strip you notice the the trucks that go by with the pictures of the ladies and the the phone number on the side to invite them to keep you company for for the evening here's here's (laughs) one thing i noticed from living there for three years and visiting you know what's weird, Brad, is that I lived there for 3 years and I haven't been to the strip 47 times, I'm pretty sure.
2: Hmm.
0: Kudos yeah. to you, partner. But the but the the pictures of the ladies. Those ladies haven't changed.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, true. In
0: 20 years. So I'm pretty sure those so the it's ladies false that are marketing at this point, No, that are Vegas is just there, a fountain of youth. Oh, they have okay. grandkids. No.
1: It is not. <laughs> I'm sure of it. The family. I'm sure, of it. I mean it. not entirely sure of it, but I feel like those are the same ones. So to kind of get us back on topic, too, I think the last time I was in Vegas, I know the last time I was in Vegas, I went out and I saw the Minnesota Wild play the Vegas Knights, and I don't know if you guys have had a chance nice. to go to a hockey game out there. And I will say that I was going in there expecting to like be about, around a bunch of people that just were there for the show and all that, but the fans there were so into the game, so knowledgeable, and I was like, wow, blew me away. The coolest thing about that game, though, talking about those showgirls, is that during warm-ups, they, they kind of – Parade out these showgirls. They sit them behind the, um, the 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 glass where the visiting team is warming up, and they're sitting there <laughs> dancing, trying to distract these players before the game. And the players will just purposely just start to start taking slap shots off the glass and things like that. It's <laughs> that was you know probably one of the best parts of that whole game.
2: That town loves that team. It's awesome, and i I can't wait till the Vikings play in Las oh. Vegas too. I, I'd imagine that their football fans are gonna be just about the same. They're gonna be crazy.
1: I think any teams
0: that visit las vegas will have a pretty significant contingent of hometown fans
2: they've structured the the way that you can get tickets pretty uh pretty favorably towards uh towards residents though you can't just you can't just live in chicago and just buy season tickets pittsburgh
0: steelers fans will not give a shit they will somehow find a way to own 80 percent of that
2: yeah that's true that stadium
1: Philly fans will go there and just destroy it. They not even make it to the game because they won't make it out of the road. I was did. out there
2: last year, or I guess it would have been two years ago now. Uh, and the, the, the pens were in town and it, the town was overrun by, by pens fans. Pittsburgh travels.
0: Pittsburgh travels. Well, I mean, they're the best, uh, even in, East Coast. In, yeah. in, in, uh, in, in St. Paul, there's a bar that converts into a Steelers bar and it's probably my favorite Irish bar. That's, downtown st
1: paul so yeah they, was they a special do. little chicago bar down there too Allery's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah the reverse hooters that's where they have uh they wear like where they were like regular tops with not so regular bottoms regular bottoms <laughs> that's how it works well vegas was uh vegas was quite an experience it always is um you know, fortunately i made it back without any uh, without any uh, discrepancies on, on my, um, on my criminal record. So that's, or always, credit card bill. that's always a plus hmm. and within budget. That's yeah. Good. I think I, I, I think I came up, uh, pretty decent the first night and that helped me not, uh, uh, lead into, what are you, what are you puffing on over there?
1: Nothing. Just drinking.
0: you it looked like, it looked like after you took a drink it it there was a my there was some kind of ex- vaporing the ice here is
2: exceptionally <laughs> exceptionally cold
0: yes because i mean i noticed in las vegas that there was a lot of vape in the air for sure uh but but yours doesn't smell like the, the holy sm- what i mean i just almost sounded as old as i i wouldn't even tell you <laughs> what smokes. i was about to say <laughs> <laughs> oh my holy gosh
1: holy smokes <laughs>
0: um but it's everywhere like Right when you step outside the casino, it is heavy. It's like a, if if there's an air quality index that was pot related, it's it's the most he- it's the heaviest that I've ever experienced.
2: I wonder if there are rating services for um, for air quality.
0: Well, I know that there are ratings services for uh, f- for pot because mm. there's there's different types and there's different like variations and. These companies go through a lot of different, yeah. You, know, you can, you can, I think you can use that stuff for anything from ropes to medicine, right?
1: Well, and I think we could do a whole episode on the first time you walk into a dispensary and just how awkward you feel and like getting through that whole process and feeling mm-hmm. like you're doing something illegal, but you're not. And it's like quite, quite the, uh, quite the experience.
0: So while we won't be likely, I mean, you never know. While we likely won't be rating the indicas and sativas of the <laughs> of the world on the show, you never know. I guess we're in Minnesota; it's not we legal do evolve. here. Yeah. So, un- uh, until then, r- ratings is kind of a hot topic at the moment because of the whole PSA debacle, right? So we talked uh, about it, uh, I believe, briefly before in terms of how they just stopped service, which is. Which is wild. I can't imagine this a complete industry's lead player shutting down. I mean, I, I, I think about it in a variety of ways, but if it was like, you know, we're just going to stop making the F-150 because the demand is too high.
2: Like, I'd be screwed.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, or, but you'd just have to wait. If you were that loyal, you'd have to wait. Mm-hmm. The problem with it is people are so – uh infatuated with the f-150 or with psa it being the standard the psa 10 that i think you're going to have people wait till the summer to
1: get it done i for one wouldn't so when they shut down on march 30th i think was when they kind of suspended the sales first off they what they raised the prices right so they raised the prices and tried to get the, the the market to slow the submissions, but that didn't work. So then when they shut down, they had a five million card backlog, approximately. They're saying a five million card backlog, and they're still grading out to last September. Like that would
0: s- that would be uh, that would that would take sixty days to count to, by the
1: way. Yes. So, just goes to show you that they 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 had to get they got to a point where they were just falling so far behind, not getting through, and they had to to shut it down, but it you know, I think it pissed everybody off when they raised the prices, but they were trying to just slow things down, but then they just had to they just had to suspend.
2: Did they did they not hire into that or did they think it was a bubble so they didn't want to hire into it, they couldn't or it was, they just, just, they, they just poor just leadership. Say, so
0: okay, any anytime right. you run into a scenario like that it's it's poor business planning, it's it's poor leadership. That's it's just not the way you you do things successfully we're just going to shut down uh excuse me we're just closed for the next we're actually so popular that we're just going to shut it down
2: did they use the the cloud of cloud coverage of covid or or was it just we're shutting down and that was it
0: no no they didn't use the they didn't use covid in the least bit i mean i think that one could deduce the fact that that COVID brought amongst us a huge demand for cards and all of these people are sending in things to be graded and they don't have the capacity to do it. Like I totally understand that, but you hire, you train, you find efficiencies, yeah. you keep people informed, you raise prices. No question. That's fine. Raise prices. Easier said than done. Get the though. infrastructure I mean, I, in place. You know, I,
2: to run a successful business and you know, I work in analytics and, you're uh you're gauging demand by industry markers so you know you've got covid you've got printing you've got you've got a forecast for demand i mean they they, they could not have hit them blindly
0: yeah so i think you bring up a good point i mean i think it's the same when you think about the auto manufacturers and the chips that are happening right now where where these companies can't make enough cars because the because the microprocessors aren't available, and it and, and to a degree, you're right. I guess I do blame the the automakers for not telling the chip providers that hey, we we're seeing an increase in demand early, so be ready for orders.
2: Everybody everybody pilots their own ship,
0: but this is direct, right. so it's not like the community is reaching out to PSA and saying hey, be ready for this influx because I'm about to send in 30 cards to be graded.
2: Right, right. I mean, it's not that direct, but. I mean, again, indicators,
0: and then right indicators. So I again, I would just I, I don't know who I'm not going to blame the end collector. So I would just say that from a from a management leadership perspective, they probably could have uh, addressed it a little bit different.
2: Right. We we talked a couple of weeks ago about printing to demand. You know, so I mean, you know the you know the companies out there. You know your own personal demand already. If, if these companies are printing to meet demand and the volume is increasing that's out there, you have to, you have to anticipate a scale. You have to evolve. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you, you can still, if you want to drop 300 bucks, you can still get your card graded, right? You can still send it in and they'll still grade it. Well, but that's maybe that's minimum. part of the, uh, I
2: mean, th- there's also, let's give them some credit. There's also, I mean, companies are, are running a p too. Where can we profit? Where, you know, where is there a threshold where, you know, more demand, higher prices, we're still going to get that business. And overall, that's more profitable than just grading out literally everything.
1: Did you guys see the, um, the Instagram um, for SGC? They posted uh, their Instagram right after um, PSA shut down. They put a post out there that just said backlogs are stupid.
2: <laughs> you know, I, hope you know, that.
1: I was then, going to
0: say that that is the, it's such a huge opportunity for these other, I, I mean, the way that PSA is handling it, I think is, is, is absurd. I just,
2: well, you're giving away your, your inside track on owning the industry to a degree.
0: So I think, I think Becca has a huge opportunity. I don't have a ton of confidence that they're going to capitalize on it. I, you know, I, 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 so it's I'm, a calculated
2: I'm, measurement then by. P.S.A. potentially.
0: I'm rooting for them, um, but I think H.G.A. has a significant opportunity here. I've I've heard interviews with their CEO Tyler Hit. I mean, it's not a guy I'd be friends with. Most likely, he just I think he needs a little bit of humility in his life. Uh, <laughs> so comes with a sense of entitlement a little bit. He probably hasn't been punched in the mouth just yet, but. Um, that'll probably come. I mean, there they will be some things, whether it's personal or professional related, where, where he'll
1: humble himself. Um, but they're still limited in the types of cards that they're grading, right? They're not doing all the um, exactly. kind of off, off sports in some of these other ones that are going on. So I think that's where like, um, they're going to still be limited, but where you'll still see the, um, that's where I think SC, SGC is going to, you know, probably become more of a player in terms of how they're doing it. I would say
0: Beckett is, is going to cap, it should capitalize the most. I mean, I would, so if I were sending in cards right now, it would be, I mean, PSA would still be my first choice, but it's waning. And quite frankly, if you ask me right now, if I have a $300 card, I can't send it into PSA. No. Right. So my next choice, depending on, quite frankly, it'd be aesthetics. If it was a cool looking card, I'd give a HGA an opportunity to take a look at it, and if it fit in their criteria. Yep. Next would be BGS,
1: SGC. I wouldn't even consider. It's not even on the. It's not even on the plate for but me. But they're 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 making the play. They're the company though that out there is seeing that PSA is screwing this thing up, and they're the ones that are marketing it and trying to become that player. So it's like, they're the ones that are keeping their costs down. They're the ones that are accepting everything. You know, even the non sports cards that PSA is even kind of now slowing on as well. And they're positioning themselves to become a player. They're using they're the group that's out there actually saying, I got this is my opportunity, this is my time to kind of jump in and, you know, be a gorilla in this market and they're they're trying to do it. But I get you, they don't carry the name as Beckett though. Like, you know, I, I don't to even think they carry and, HGA because HGA has the ambient lighting essentially. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In a different they have
0: cases. the they have the AI to yeah. kind of do the do the centering and the positioning and the corners. I, I think, Brad, from your perspective, if you got to choose between two third-level players, one uses a higher level of technology, and one has kind of a, a good argument on social media, what you're going to spend your money to grade on is probably the it's probably the technology.
2: Well, and that's what – I mean, that begs the question. Is there a difference in terms of either cards that you hold or you're trying to move cards? Is there a uh... – is there a market difference in who you have in your, you know, in your, who you're going to have rate this thing? You know, what I've got, I've got the same card rated by all three. Is there going to be then a value difference between those three to the consumer who, you know, I want to buy one of your three cards? I've built so, the same card graded by all there three. It would be for me. I would yeah. not,
0: I mean, the SGC, I would give almost zero credit to. HGA, and Beckett, I'd probably give the next level of credit to. But, but Beckett, quite honestly, so I don't, do you guys know the black label? Yeah. So the black label is a 10, right? It's like pristine. It's like they rarely give that out. Yep. 9.5 is like a PSA 10. Yep. So
1: Beckett seems to be a more, yeah.
0: Beckett is going to be the more reliable. Like if I'm going to send this to golden auctions, that's who I'm going to,
2: That
0: that's yeah. what I'm going to.
2: So despite all of this noise, you still, for your. For your high high end stuff, there's a there's a definitive choice of, of which agency you want to have on your card. It's I waning, so. yeah. I but think for I, me, it's waning. I,
1: and I know we I, the thing I like about SGC though is that they're they're the group that's being vocal about it and trying to because you're right. They're not in the you know in the in the eyes of the the, the hobby now. They're not even top three. But they're the only ones that are out there making a noise about this thing and trying to, you know, take advantage of PSA's, you know, shortcomings. So let's say you
0: have, let's go uh, Let's go old school, let's go classic, let's go 89 Upper upper Deck Griffey. You have the choice. This is an interesting one. So you have the King Griffey Jr. 89 Upper Deck. You can choose between three. SGC 10, PSA 10,
1: or B. Beckett Black Label. I would still do PSA ten, then Beckett, then Beckett, and then, but, but I think that's that's. See, I don't, I, think, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a question there. I, I don't think the,
0: I think the Beckett Black Label is so rare. Yeah, that I would choose that. Well, you just don't see him, So I'm, so I'm you just I'm don't you see.
1: Him. No, I, I agree. But you, you could put PSA ten Beckett those two, and then everybody Beckett else. nine
0: five and PSA ten would be kind of an even. sure I think more even, and then I would choose PSA 10. But if you have a black label, then I'm going back it.
1: That's, yeah, then that's, you know, that's like cat's ass when it comes to. But
0: however HGA or SGC, SGC rate them is meaningless. In the top tier, so Brad, to answer your question, in the highest tier, that's interesting. It actually goes for me, black label, PSA 10. I think it goes all the way up. Even if it was the '86 Jordan, if there was a black label one, that would yeah. be so rare. It would be rarer the than PSA, the PSA10. PSA 10. 10.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So I, I agree. Think that's the all right. I'll give you that. But I will say one thing though. Like through this process, so you're seeing people now, the the interest in raw cards go up. In raw it, cards. Raw. Oh, got it. Raw cards, and then um, even just the value in the cards that are. Um, slabbed (laughs) uh you're you're just seeing the market go up because nobody can get them um nobody can get them graded anymore too so that's something within the the (laughs) analytics i wonder where you
0: (laughs) i wonder where you actually would pay more so let's say because the jordan the jordan example is ridiculous because you're not you're you're not walking around with six seven eight hundred thousand even how well I did in Vegas, I still am not. It's it's not scratch. So, if you have, if you have a, a a DK Metcalf, I'm I'm trying to think of some some kind of you know top line players that are probably B. So we've been talking about Byron Buxton a bit. Yeah, we've uh, I mean we could throw people like um, Stefan Diggs in there to a degree. Uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey, so you see PSA tens in places. Do you think people would pay more on eBay or on other online exchanges for that PSA ten, or do you think they would actually pay more in their local card shops where they see a PSA ten?
1: Oh, it's a good question. Uh, I'm thinking they're gonna they're they're gonna push more towards the local card shop. Personally. I, I would know. for a couple of reasons.
0: Yeah. Like if I see if I saw if I saw Buxton ten or a nice Buxton card for five hundred bucks online on eBay and the local guy was selling it for five fifty, I'd definitely give the business to the local guy. For sure. hundred percent. Now there comes a point, right? Is
2: that belief in legitimacy or is that just support- Who you're supporting, okay. Who you're
0: supporting. Uh, For me, it's relationship capital. So it's that I'm going to buy from you. I'm going to be able to find other um, avenues of collecting with you, whether it's more in-depth conversation, more kinship, more rapport. You're going to give me more time if I spend more money in your shop. Like All of those things that come with additional relationship capital are things that I would pay an extra 10% for. No question about it and i think that's why we see so so we went to a uh, we we attended a card show right we, yep. we 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 got to go there and experience the 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 dynamics together for the first time
1: they wouldn't let me sell my soda there though
2: mm-hmm.
0: well they let me sell a, a couple of cards in fact i probably took a wash on a couple of cards just because <laughs> i was like fangirling the 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 card show. Actually I ran into a dealer who loved Christian McCaffrey so much that I sold my Christian McCaffrey's and got more Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I'm like I'm like super concentrated in, in Justin Jefferson's right now. I'm not uh I'm not necessarily happy about it by yet, but I am happy with the experience and, and it's it's so cool to see and feel again the the differences in the different types of folks out there. Cause you have the eighteen to twenty two year old kids that are just starting and you can tell because they have like 100 cards at their table just laid out and that's their booth and then you have the card shops which have all the people around their booths all the conversation happening they have wax they have boxes they have graded cards they have money to buy your cards
1: that's it
2: right there
0: yeah um don't
2: forget the (laughs) pokeballs
0: and they have the pokeballs in which in which brad it's a, it's it's interesting Brad's take on this, right? Because he's like he's like the the 20 how much did you pay for it? 20 bucks? 20. 20 bucks. He's so disappointed I have three packs. If I was to ever purchase a sports card box again that cost me $20 for three packs, it'd be in heaven. Yeah. Doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. Cuz even at even if you went retail, which is still a cuss word on this show if I had anything <laughs> to say about it, uh you'd still get you know 20 cards One parallel, and you'd have an autograph and one in every 4,000 boxes. There was zero autos in there. (laughs) Pikachu didn't sign anything. No. No toenail from Charizard or? No, nothing. Hmm. Nothing special. Did you guys ever play Pokemon Go? No. No.
1: I know nothing about Pokemon. Me neither. That's
0: not true. I got into it for a while. You're running around the neighborhood. It's the creepiest thing. (laughs) Going to parks late at night, <laughs> throwing polka balls all over the place, and, not, and seeing other people that are there because we laughed, but it's not—it's it's legitimate. These these parks were packed with all
2: sorts of it types. Was, that lasted a good two months. No, it's still happening. Oh, well, I mean, when it was like on like you know nightly nightly news or whatever, too, talking about it.
0: When people were walking over cliffs, trying yeah, to,
2: right, and getting in car accidents.
1: But getting back to that card show, Brandon, like I remember there's walked in two stands right next to each other one guy that had literally two banquet tables full of nothing but minnesota twins Mm -hmm. and i was talking to this guy right and he had i've never seen a collection of a single team anything near that and he said oh just all in my basement and i bring these out to the shows every day and um maybe sell one or two but this is you know i'm only a twins collector and only twins baseball you go to the guy next door and he's got this uh you know crowd of people around him and he's uh you know he's got his local card shop here in Plymouth Minnesota and um you could talk to the guy for days. he was a we got into a little bit of that conversation about PSA and he's a grouper that sends about 40,000 a month into him and they're still they're still accepting him which I thought was interesting and some of what he's able to send in so but again just different conversations different uh different motives too for these guys being there right one guy's just part of the hobby and wanting to do so and share what he's got and the other guy's you know still looking to to wheel and deal and like to your point has money to buy and i don't know just fascinating the two different approaches that people take at those shows
0: well again i think that the guys that have the most legitimate stands are generally the card shop owners too i and i don't know that they make a ton of money at the shows but you know they have a presence there and i think for the longest time because there were just a few shops in town that um that that were that that was few and far between but now with a number of shops that are continuing to open and have been around for a while but now are expanding a bit I think it would be really cool to hear a couple stories of you know how they got how they got in if they've been in for as long as you know I can remember collecting cards or if this new kind of wave of thing brought them in
1: do you think you need a card shop to be successful or you know, to make it more than a hobby? Or can you can you do this all virtually?
0: That's a really good question. I think without question, you can do it virtually. I think you can do it virtually. I don't think it's as fun, especially if you like to see people's faces and have conversations. I, I wouldn't want to do it without a local card shop at some point. To, to go and man the station occasionally and, and and talk to people who are new to the hobby and answer the dumbest questions you've ever heard <laughs> and and not be able to answer the most sophisticated ones right mm-hmm. and you just make up the answer and try to sound as intelligent as uh, as, as the owner should be. Um, I hope my, I hope I hope surgeons don't act that way but 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 baseball card or you know card shop owners they can without any real consequence yeah. so. That's probably the way that I would handle it. Yeah, MSU, right? Make shit up. That's what you do when you don't know the answer uh, is what I heard. So the, the interesting thing about the card shops, uh, at least the ones local here, is that they're super diverse in the types of things that they offer. Um, and it's funny when I go into these shops that I'm familiar with, I always gravitate towards the same area. So for me, it's the supplies and then the football station and i might i might deviate a little bit towards the non game stuff just to see the super interesting folks that are into the
2: gaming side of things
0: <laughs> and then lean a little bit towards the baseball and hockey just to see kind of what yeah. people are asking about and listen to these conversations and you know these shop owners are encyclopedias crazy so they're they you know they're doing a great job they deserve uh, a ton of credit and part of it is their breadth of knowledge. so they have you know all of these different types of cards, which which led me to think about and, and we've talked about this before we've, we, we've touched on like you know what would your card be or what would what would the, um, the what, relic what brand yeah. would would you have? Yeah. But if you could develop a set, like if you could have your own, like it, you put them in packs and you could have memorabilia. You could have autos if you needed it or wanted it. You could, you could put those things together. What would, what would be your, what would you buy a pack of just because it was of interest to you?
1: Let's go. I got this one. I got it. Um, Let's go record album covers. Mm. Right. So you got thriller, you got, <laughs> uh, the black album. You got, you know, all these other ones. So, just think about Change all like, the, think about the like yeah. the, the me- memorabilia you could throw in there, right? Guitar picks you could throw in, part of a drumstick you could throw in, you know, a, a roach. guitar amp of some sort of roach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: what gets thrown on the stage? Yeah, right, the bras. Front's, front's yeah, underwear. for yeah. sure,
1: <laughs> absolutely. So I'm gonna go record album covers. Solid. Top, so are you? That. So you, so so that's like from concerts. Yeah, so it would be it would be record
0: album covers. Like the card would be, but it yeah. could have a memorabilia piece from like this is
1: our London. This yeah. is the a back bra of it would be the London the tour dates, right, right. and all nice. the locations that the tour went on for that album.
2: So you could have like a Black Sabbath album cover with like a part of a bat wing. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: with with Ozzy Yeah, still right, on it. yeah.
2: That's disgusting
1: okay <laughs> top that one Bradley
2: ah uh, man mine's gonna be yours both suits a hobby and would probably make money that's a that's a great idea that would probably be far more popular than uh, a series of cards with like economists and scientists on it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brad's on the one and two here like he's, <laughs> Janet he, he's our, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So you get, uh, it'd be pretty riveting. It'd be the you imagine the the collectors that would walk and in be in the corner of that
2: store. <laughs> Do you have any of the you disclosure w- you, statements you, from? You wouldn't be the smartest person in the room, that's for sure.
1: But if you could probably get Trump's tax records, <laughs> to, as, you <laughs> yeah. know, as a oh, wow. as a memorabilia yeah, yeah. piece there sure. too, I'll throw Are that you, in well,
2: there. At least a part of it. Well, right? that goes along with. Uh, I mean, that, I guess that's probably the vein you could take. You know, like you've got these these concert events. Like just historical events, but yeah. then, then you know, yeah, who owns that? I guess there's already kind of a market for that.
1: Top shot moments,
2: <laughs> moments. You just got your. Money. I did.
1: I just bought my first moment. Oh. Anthony, did you? you yeah, buy? Anthony Edwards uh, slam dunk. Okay, it's a, it was a listed as common, so it's one of fifteen thousand. But one of fifteen thousand, Joe's got to get you got to get so more on the elite status. You have the. I just want it in, man. I, w- I didn't want to <laughs> let something like this just pass by without at least getting my you hands on make, it.
0: You need to cash out on the Doge coin. Oh, and, I, and 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 to like the moon, baby, G's, to the moon. Five G's towards a moment.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's that makes sense.
0: I mean, it's diversify a little bit. Change of investments, D- you, you spread your risk around a little bit and. Capture a really good moment.
2: So, as you and the other collective, uh, you know, purchase this moment, does he not own the o- the moment anymore?
1: No, I buy it from. Right now, they're not selling anything new, so I had to buy it from uh, somebody that already no, owned does it. Does
2: Edwards own like the no. moment that he actually lived in? So it's no. through the NBA. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, and then Top Shot. Okay. Joey
2: and fifteen other, fifteen thousand other. I
1: people. just wanted in. there. So, man. is
2: like if he's at a party, he can't say like, "Remember that time I dunked anymore?" Because like, he. He didn't do it anymore. I
0: think he can still say that, okay. but you could be
1: at the same party and be like, Oh yeah, I own that. Right. <laughs> I own that dunk. Hey, you remember that dunk against the Pelicans? Yeah. I, I Yeah, own that's that. mine actually. That's mine. That's mine. You okay. want an t- So was yours e-
0: was your was your card economist and
2: historical Yeah, events. I got a I, I want like a first edition uh freakonomics.
1: That's riveting. Yeah, Brad. Yeah. Save some of the ladies for us, Brad.
2: Yeah, no that uh, wow. There uh there are none. <laughs> Don't worry.
1: <laughs> so, <clears throat> so,
0: so I had a number of them because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to be the same thing as one of yours. Uh, and and this kind of circles back to the to the Vegas thing. But I would do golf course memorabilia, oh. like the like the best golf courses in the world, that'd whether be, it's wileye p- Augusta, um, Pebble Beach, and yeah, 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 Pebble Beach, where we were at Wolf Creek. But, like, you could have uh, logo cards, right? You could have uh, a card with a picture of a certain hole with a window of one of the flag sticks that have a piece of the logo in it.
1: Could have, you know, the.
0: Uh, signed by the designer of the track. or a Scorecard. Or, score or a scorecard. Yeah. Yeah. A, a scorecard where one of the PGA players actually played it. Yeah. Signed like their I, card. Yeah. Like how sick would yeah. that be? Joe, this is mine. Idea. Okay. I just uh,
2: I just got a text message from Connor. I did not I did not win the competition. Oh, there you go.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah got to be here to win, bud.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I like your idea, Brandon. But Joe, I am intrigued by yours. If this is Shark Tank, I think. Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm Let's it. go. I'm you
0: it. you you know what you did? You played to Brad's music heart. You like knew that hey. that was gonna be the <laughs> thing. You like. Can't blame me for
1: trying, man. Always be closing, man. Right. <laughs> it was a solid. Yeah, it was a solid solid i take. like the golf course so i'll give you that but definitely not as good as mine so we'll just <laughs> joe agrees so yeah it's it's done yeah done you lost it your own idea vote to to nothing so yeah. ridiculous so ridiculous
0: here's and, and he said records by the way he said records so you know you're like super old because you were like they still call them records, records. I, I said think, album no, no. i said
1: record album covers no, you I don't thi- win a gold you could have said yeah, you, don't, mu- you don't said tape. That's you don't lend a
0: gold MP3. Are like they a, still a, called MP3s? You, you know? would say you would say like entertainment or like music yeah. related. But I wouldn't want any of the new shit that's out there. Give me
1: some of the old school uh, know, album exactly. covers that continue to age us. We need Connor back, apparently. So, so uh, <laughs> speaking of aging and what it is you're uh, drinking over there, looks a little uh, looks a little yellow. What are you drinking, Bree?
0: Well. So my my take tonight was that um, you can you can have drinks these days that are typically maybe a little less masculine than uh, they used to be, but if you own them correctly, and and I'll give you an example of the best scenario that that you can own them significantly. So so tonight is a lemon drop, which is. Which is fine. You guys make fun of it, but I don't really
2: give hey, a shit. I, I wanted to smear off ice,
0: but uh, that's true. We should we should actually ice someone on yep. one of these shows okay. at yeah. some point. But if, but so if I order a lemon drop, I'm gonna order a lemon drop on the rocks, and it just looks like a lemonade vodka for the most part. But it's essentially a lemon martini, it's just on the without, rocks and a lowball without
1: ball. sugar on the rim.
0: Whatever, I'll get sugar on like a <laughs> third of the rim so no one can really yeah. tell. I know you like your desserts. But uh, Manhattan down or on the rocks is is uh, is a is a manly drink. But but James Bond ordered a Manhattan up and he owned it. He grabbed over the top of the martini glass and sipped it like a like a real man would. Like a spy. Like a spy. Yeah, so I think you can order any drink that sounds appealing to you. And if you own it, it looks like you own that drink. And tonight, it's a lemon drop.
1: I will a say it's pretty, a, actually. It's, it is pretty delicious.
0: lemon
2: drop.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just got to own it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Solid. Well, listen, we'll be back next week as always. There's a lot of exciting things coming up. We didn't touch on new releases because it's just gaming cards and Star Trek. And although uh, I have watched a couple episodes of this Picard thing, um, intrigued enough to watch two and a half episodes before. I, I find if I fall asleep to, the, uh, to an episode more than a couple of times, um, that it's probably not going to capture my attention. So uh, there's a there's a number of really cool things coming out over the next couple of weeks with Flawless and Bowman, Bowman. and uh, 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 I mean th- yeah. there's just a, a a number of things that are going to make the next uh, month exciting in the hobby. So 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 tune back in over the course of the next couple of weeks. Connor will be back I think during our next uh, our next take and if we find him or if he gets you know that's true we might have to uh, rescue him from the top of Caesars uh, oh. Hangover style but until then. Take care, everyone. So we yeah.